If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Philadelphia CityCast with Ryan Rothstein, presented by Bet Rivers. All right, welcome back, Philadelphia CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein. On this Friday Memorial Day weekend, we have plenty to discuss. How about the Phils? Finally. Not finally. They just did what they always do. Thursday night, needing to get a win just to get a series split in the four-game set against division rival Atlanta, they do exactly that. And Aaron Nola was spectacular. Ten strikeouts, got into the ninth inning just two outs away from finishing off the complete game, was not able to do so. He he ends up going eight and a third, giving up a run, five hits, 10 Ks, as I mentioned. After getting the 10 strikeouts, Aaron Nola now has 74 Ks on the season, which is the most in all of Major League Baseball. He's been... It's weird. He's been spectacular in a sense. He's also had trouble finishing off batters when he has two strikes on him. He's had some trouble getting out of innings when he's got two outs. And the Phillies, on top of Aranola and some of his inconsistencies mixed in with some greatness, he's had some bad luck. It's the first recorded win for Aranola in a start since opening day. Eight straight games that Aaron Nola has gotten the ball. The Phillies have not been able to get him the win, despite Aaron Nola having a 3.69 ERA in those eight games where he was unable to record the win officially. So the Phillies in game four of the four-game set on Thursday get the dub over the Atlanta Braves 4-1. to one, And now we shift all of our attention 
to this big weekend series against first place rival, the New York Mets. And these teams, Phils and Mets, they've already played three series, nine games total. The Mets have won six of those nine games. This has been deemed a huge week. And we joke often here on the show, well, it's early. In baseball, there's a ton of games still left to be played. And just because we may see some trouble or some inconsistencies or some below 500 baseball, which is exactly what we've seen up until this point, there's still a lot of time to change things around. We all know how that works. But when you get a series, even when it's this early, against a division rival against a division rival that is seven and a half games ahead of you for the first place. It'd be nice to make up some damn ground for once because you look at what this Phillies team has been doing this year, and I feel like I'm a broken record, but not only this year, really for the past 10 years, they show signs of success and optimism and hope, and then they crush us. I mean, back to three weeks ago where they had that homestand. They went one and four, I believe, at home. Then they geared up for that West Coast trip where they saw the Seattle Mariners in Seattle for a three-game set, followed up by the uh, Dodgers in L.A. They take two of three in Seattle. They take three of four in L.A. They come back home. They lose one of five. Fast forward to Atlanta. Should have won this series. As we all know, the bullpen has just been absolutely abysmal, but Aaron Nola says take a seat and remain sitting. He goes into the ninth inning, as we mentioned, which is huge for a variety of reasons, not just because it gives the bullpen off, but now the bullpen didn't have to get called upon Thursday night before getting ready for this big series against the New York Mets. So we'll look ahead to the series in its entirety. We'll also look at the betting odds for the big game later tonight, Friday night. First pitch is scheduled to get thrown at 7-10 Eastern time. We'll look at the starting uh, pitching matchup. We'll look at the run line, the total, everything in between. We'll break it all down and give you the best bets for that. We'll also update you in a second on the futures market in Major League Baseball as it relates to our Phillies. We'll work in some Eagles talk a little bit later as well. If we want to talk some hoops, the Warriors closed things out last night, Thursday night, at home in Game 5. Send Luka and the Dallas Mavs home packing. Their season is done, and the Golden State Warriors now reach the NBA Finals for the sixth time in the past eight seasons. You talk about a dynasty and the sustained success from this organization with a variety of of supporting cast members alongside the big three and one of the greatest big threes ever to be assembled in the history of the sport in Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Clay Thompson. They now will await the winner of the Boston Celtics and the Miami Heat, and we'll get into that game and give you the betting preview on the east side of things where The Miami Heat, they looked like they were possibly going to be able to come away with a win in the first half of Game 5. Not the case. The Boston Celtics pull away because the Miami Heat just chucked up a million shots from beyond the arc. I think they finished 5 of 38 from 3. And that's been been the storyline here 
over the past couple of weeks on either side of the conference. It's one game, one team gets hot from three. The next game, they go ice cold. So can the Miami Heat now in an elimination game in the Eastern Conference Finals in Boston figure out a way to force a game seven and send things back to their home floor in South Beach? We'll take a look at the betting odds there. We'll also look at some of the updates in the futures market for the NBA, i.e. NBA Finals MVP, updated championship title odds, although there's only three teams to discuss. We'll see if there's any value in any of those categories. Uh, so plenty to discuss. We'll also try and work in some hockey talk. NHL playoffs have been spectacular. We have Colorado and St. Louis game six Friday night where the Avalanche have an opportunity to close things out. We'll uh, break down that matchup. The winner will face the Edmonton Oilers. And then Carolina and the New York Rangers, they do not play Friday night, but they're back at it. Game six, Saturday night, where the winner will face the Tampa Bay Lightning. You talk about a dynasty on the ice. I think you have to start mentioning the Tampa Bay Lightning. If not start, continue to. All right, I'm your host, Ryan Rothstein, at WiseRye on social media, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. You can find links to each and every episode, as well as links to all of the podcast platforms that we are available to you on right there on my Twitter page. We'll look at Phillies Mets, some NBA futures, and more. Plenty to discuss here on a Memorial Day weekend Friday on the Philadelphia CityCast. All right, so before we break down Phillies Mets Friday night and the betting odds and the best bets, starting pitching matchups and everything in between, let's uh, look at the bets from broad where we will give you the updates in the futures market and we will focus in on the Phils and the Eagles. And let's start with the Philadelphia Eagles. There hasn't been a ton of movement, but I'm going to go through all of the key categories in the futures market, everything that's available to you at Bet Rivers Sportsbook in PA and compare the Eagles odds to the Cowboys odds. So let's start with the Super Bowl winner odds at Bet Rivers. The Eagles, no movement here. They're still 30 to 1 if you want to take a flyer on the Birds to win the Super Bowl. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, they're 18 to 1. NFC Championship winner, the Eagles are at 12 to 1. The Dallas Cowboys are at 8 to 1. Cowboys have the fifth best odds to win the NFC. Eagles right behind them at six. And the reason why I'm conducting this exercise here, regardless of the category, whether it's NFC East winner all the way up to Super Bowl winner, the Eagles and the Cowboys, as as it relates to their odds, are pretty much neck and neck in all the key categories. So 12 to 1 for the Birds to win the NFC, 8 to 1 for the Cowboys to make the playoffs odds. Yes for the Eagles, minus 150, which is interesting. That number continues to creep up in favor of the Birds to make the playoffs. No now at plus 123. No plus 123. And the Dallas Cowboys, yes to make the playoffs currently at minus 215. No to make the playoffs for the Cowboys, plus 120. You look at the win totals for each, and we've discussed this over the past week or so, especially since that move from 8.5 to 9.5. Well, it's remained at 9.5, and, a half, and I, I would uh, I think it's safe to say it's going to stay exactly there at 9.5 all the way up until week one. 
that's where it sits. You look at the odds for the over for the Eagles, nine and a half currently at minus 125. The under, nine and a half, priced at plus 103. And the Cowboys, they're at 10 and a half, but you look at the odds for the over and the under. So for the Cowboys to get over 10 and a half, odds tell you that's eh, not as likely as the under. The over priced at plus 103. And the under for the Cowboys at 10.5 priced at minus 125. So identical odds there, but flip-flopped. Eagles, obviously, their win total, one game less at 9.5, but they're minus 125 to the over. The Cowboys set at 10.5, they're minus 125 to the under. So that's something to keep an eye on, not necessarily the win total number, but the odds attached to both the over and under for both of these teams. If you take a look at the NFC, NFC East winner odds, not much has changed. Dallas now at plus 125. Well, that actually is a slight change. I would say seven days ago at the most, the Cowboys were minus 110. Now you see them at plus 125. The Eagles are at plus 175. Washington at five to one and the New York Giants at eight to one. So better bet Dallas at plus 125 or your Eagles at plus 175. Interesting exercise that we could do, if not later in this episode, uh, certainly coming soon, we can do a better bet scenario for each of these categories, Eagles versus Cowboys. Going over to the baseball diamond, let's give you the updates for the Phillies and their future market futures market odds start with the World Series. Well, same as the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. 30 to 1 for the Phillies at the moment. NL winner. Phillies are at 16 to 1. And for what it's worth, the division leader New York Mets are at plus 415. And the Atlanta Braves are 8 to 1. All of these odds, once again, to win the National League. Let's go over to the NL East updated odds here as of Friday, May 27th. The New York Mets, of course, still your betting favorite, seven and a half games ahead of both the Phillies and the Atlanta Braves. Mets minus 235, Atlanta plus 325. The Phillies have remained at plus 550 now for, say, the better half of two weeks. The Miami Marlins 20 to 1 and the Washington Nationals 400 to 1. NL MVP, this is interesting because I remember not too long ago, I discussed right here on the Philadelphia CityCast, Bryce Harper and his NL MVP odds were at 14 to 1 not too long ago. They quickly transitioned to 12 to 1, 11 to 1, and it's taken a nice jump. 11 to 1 is where they last were at now, as I've mentioned, all the way down to 8 to 1. We can get into that conversation. Is that still a a play worth taking a look at. You look at the standings, and I'll, I'll save the betting odds and everything else that comes with it for this Friday night matchup between the Phils and the Mets for uh, a little bit later in the episode. You look at the standings, the Mets, seven and a half games up, as we know, 29 and 17, and then the Phillies and the Braves locked at 21 and 24 each, both seven and a half back. NBA, we will get into finals MVP odds, Eastern Conference finals MVP odds. 
as this has become a new award, we just saw Steph Curry get the Western Conference Finals MVP award on Thursday night. We'll also look at the spread and the total and some player props that we can key in on for this Heat Celtics game six. Boston with the 3 2 series lead with an opportunity to punch their ticket to the NBA Finals later tonight on Friday. All right, so let's get some NBA talk in here before we zero in on this Phillies-Mets matchup on Friday night and uh, take a quick look at the other two games going on on Saturday and Sunday. As I mentioned earlier to start the episode, the Warriors close things out in five games on Thursday night over Luka and the Dallas Mavericks. Steph Curry gets the Western Conference Finals MVP award. Still a little weird, but I don't hate that they added that. Eastern Conference Finals MVP Tatum is the heavy betting favorite right now at Bet Rivers at minus 250. Jalen Brown next at plus 160. Then you have Butler at 9 to 1 and Bam Adebayo at 30 to 1. This certainly feels like it's Tatum's award here, barring a complete meltdown over the next two games. Then it certainly would go to Butler at 9 to 1. I don't even know if that's good enough value here uh, because let's transition now and look at the betting odds. For Game 6, Friday night, tipping off at 8.30 p.m., the Miami Heat in Boston facing elimination, down three games to do, three games to do, three games to two, after Boston gets the pivotal Game 5 road win to take the 3-2 lead. The Heat are an 8.5-point road dog. Money line odds for the Miami Heat, plus 320. The Celtics... Obviously, the heavy favorite as an eight-and-a-half-point spread, minus 420 on the money line. The total just continues to creep lower and lower at 201. Now, and last time we previewed this matchup in particular a couple of episodes ago earlier this week, I talked about market overreaction. And I brought that up last time previewing Game 5 of this series because I felt like there was some value in taking the Miami Heat as a two-and-a-half-point home dog. Well, I don't want to say they no-call, no-showed. They end up losing Game 5, 93-80, although it never really felt that close, particularly in the second half. Miami just couldn't buy a shot. They couldn't hit the Atlantic Ocean with a rock, if you will. So the past two games have gone under. And the first three games of this series have gone over. So will the under trend continue here with the Miami Heat facing elimination on the road? Or in a must-have-it game, obviously a must-win situation for Miami, will the shots start to fall? And maybe the, shot, the shots will start to fall on both sides, right? I mean, to be 100% transparent, which I always do exactly that for you. It's been, I, I don't want to say impossible, but if anything's impossible, trying to predict the outcome of these games, particularly in the conference finals on both sides, it's been as close to impossible, I think, as you can get. Right? The total for the uh, game five matchup was. 204, I believe the total for the game four matchup was right around, you know, 207, 206 and a half. Closed that. 
Now I'm going to double down on my reasoning for game five for game six. Eight and a half seems like a lot of points. All right, and I understand the Celtics win relatively convincingly in game five, 93 to 80. You know, I understand the Celtics win game four by 20. And I understand the Celtics won game two by 25. And might as well rattle off the other two games that the Heat won. The Heat won game one by 11, 118 to 107. And Heat won game three by six, 109 to 103. Maybe I'm a little naive here at this point because it certainly feels like the Boston Celtics are destined to advance. And not just destined to advance, but I'm I'm confident in saying the Celtics figure out a way to close this series out on Friday night. However, that doesn't mean they'll cover the eight and a half number. I am predicting the Miami Heat to shoot the ball better Friday night, game six. I do predict the Miami Heat not just to shoot the ball better. It's a pretty poor way of communicating that. But I think they're going to be more aggressive. I think their offense is going to look a little bit more cohesive and in sync. They're going to get to the basket a little bit more, maybe get out and transition a little bit more, get some easy buckets, and in doing so, the three-point shot can fall at a better rate than it has been for this Miami Heat team. So I do like the eight and a half that the Miami Heat are getting. I'm taking the points. As far as the total, if let me just say this. I'm staying away from the total. I'm not betting it. But if we're going to go off of my prediction for how this game is going to play out in game six, that the Miami Heat, at the very least, will be able, will be able to cover the eight and a half, I would imagine the pace of play is going to be slow. The pace of play will mimic game five because that's what the Miami Heat need to do. That's the style of play that has to be played if the Miami Heat want to stay competitive and give their give themselves a chance to tie this series up. So if we're going to go off of that philosophy, I would tell you the under, despite it being all the way down to 201, is probably the best play. But for all the reasons that I've already mentioned and illustrated when discussing this series, I'm staying far, far away from it. I'll take the eight and a half and bank on Jimmy Butler and the crew to be competitive and try and deliver a couple more knockout blows to the Boston Celtics. Will they be able to do so to the degree of actually winning this game outright, I wouldn't be shocked, but it's a tall task after what we've seen the last two games from the Miami Heat as well as the Boston Celtics. Now Boston comes back home in a closeout opportunity. You're asking a lot of this Miami Heat team. All right, if we look at the updated title odds in the NBA, Golden State now after defeating Dallas, they're your favorite to win the 
Larry O'Brien at minus 155, the Boston Celtics at plus 140, and the Miami Heat at 25 to 1 for obvious reasons. Looking at the NBA Finals MVP, now this is interesting, and I'll, I'll explain why in a second. The usual suspects are at the top of this list. Curry is your betting favorite to take home the Finals MVP, which would be his first Finals MVP of his career. If you remember, Andre Iguodala winning it that one year they won it all, and then KD taking it home most recently for Golden State. So Curry the favorite at plus 110. Then you have Jason Tatum at plus 200. Then it's a big drop-off. You have Jalen Brown at 10 to 1. Draymond Green at 14 to 1. Jordan Poole at 20 to 1. Clay Thompson at 20 to 1. Jimmy Butler, first sign of Miami Heat player, 22 to 1. Marcus Smart, 55 to 1. Wiggins, 60 to 1. And Horford, 75 to 1. Now back to my statement of these are interesting. Is it worth taking a flyer on someone like Al Horford right now at 75 to 1? Or someone like Marcus Smart at 55 to 1? Or even going up the odds board here at Bet Rivers, Draymond at 14 to 1. I mentioned Andre Iguodala that one year winning finals MVP. Well, Horford seems to be that type of player right now with his role on the Boston Celtics. So 75 to 1, if you can see a tight, up and down, hard to predict series, sort of like what we've seen already over the past couple of weeks. Boston figures out a way to edge out Golden State. It's not that crazy, and you're getting... Obviously, a great number at 75 to 1. We can discuss it further once the finals matchup is already set. But if and when Boston advances, you would have to expect that number to move slightly. Not a ton, but certainly 75 to 1 would probably look more like you know, maybe 60 to 1. Something to keep an eye on. All right, Philadelphia CityCast presented by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Now let's get to the Phils as they kick off game one Friday night in a huge series on May 27th against division leader, New York Mets. All right, Phillies-Mets, game one of the three games, weekend series, holiday weekend series, leading up to Monday Memorial Day, begins tonight. You look at the Phillies right now, Plus 128 on the money line to win the game. The Mets minus 148 at Bet Rivers. The run line, the Phillies are getting the one and a half, priced at minus 186. And the Mets laying the one and a half on the run line, priced at plus 148, with the total currently set at eight and a half. The over shaded to minus 104, under shaded to minus 115. Phillies, listen, I don't want to say this is a must-win series. You certainly can't get swept. It would be a massive step in the right direction for the Phillies to, at the very least, figure out a way to win two of these three games against the Mets, who have already beaten you six out of the nine times you've played already in this season. And something I discussed about a week or two ago, like, 
uh, I deemed these next six to eight weeks, which is really the next four to five weeks, crucial for the Phillies because the Mets have key injuries. So you sit here and say, maybe this is the window of opportunity for the Phils. With Max Scherzer joining Jacob deGrom on the IL, you sit here and say, okay, well, maybe the Mets look a little bit more human now than they even did prior to these injuries with their two best players, certainly their two best in the starting rotation, Captain Obvious, in uh, Max Scherzer and Jacob deGrom, MIA, a.k.a. on the IL. So the Phillies have an opportunity here, sitting seven and a half games back of the New York Mets, to try and make up some ground. Five and a half back, four and a half back, certainly looks a hell of a lot better than seven and a half, or dare I say, nine and a half or ten and a half back, if things go south here over the next three days for the Phillies. All right, so let's look at the starting uh, pitching matchup and the Phillies. Scheduled to start, Bailey Falter in Friday's matchup. Doesn't make you feel great. The Mets are countering with Carlos Carrasco. And let's just start with good old Bailey Falter here for a second. Games in which Bailey has started for the Phillies this season have averaged just under 11 runs per contest, 10.75 to be exact. You also couple that with the bullpen struggles on the Phillies side of things here. I look at the total. I'm starting things off for this uh, betting preview with the total set at 8.5. I look at the over as the best play. Of course, I'll get to the spread breakdown and, and uh, prediction on who gets the W in a second. You look at the New York Mets, they've allowed 25 runs in their three-game series against the San Francisco Giants, and then four of their last five games have also gone over the total mark. And the Mets, offensively, they average just under five runs a game at home this season. I already gave you the stat of how these games have been playing out in which Falter gets the ball as the starting pitcher for the Phils. So just for those reasons alone, I feel good about taking the over. You also look at the Phillies offensively this year. Their offense, there's really not a whole lot to complain about. I mean, yes, the two big names, the key offseason additions in Kyle Schwarber and Nick Castellanos, they have not given the Phillies what we thought they would give them up to this point. With Schwarber striking out on a third of his at-bats, Castellanos struggling mightily as well. They're still scoring just over 4.5 runs per game, which is good for 10th best in all of Major League Baseball. You look at their starting pitchers, they have the sixth most quality starts in the majors. But once again, it's the pen letting this team down with an ERA at 4.21, good for 22nd in the MLB. So the Phillies, if they're going to want to win this game, set the tone in this series, it's going to have to be with their bats. They're going to have to get out early, get out to an early lead, 
and keep the pressure coming all the way up into the finish line. Hopefully, the Phillies can get a nice little surprise and falter, and he can maybe overachieve expectations for what's expected of him in this start, in this situation against this Mets team. So some uncertainty there. For all those reasons alone, I would not take the Phillies right now at plus 128. I don't see a ton of value with that number. It, that number would have to be at least above plus 150. I would like it closer to 2-1, to one, plus 175. Then we can maybe have a discussion about taking the Phils as a dog on the money line. But at plus 128 right now at Bet Rivers, for just some of the reasons I've already gotten into, I'm staying away from betting this game on the money line. Uh, and I look at the over 8.5 as the best play. The scheduled starters for the Phillies over the next couple of days Eflin is scheduled to get the start on Saturday, followed by Zach Wheeler on Sunday. So just looking at those starters alone, maybe we don't feel great about this Friday matchup, but Eflin and Wheeler should give you as good of a chance as any to get two wins and come out with a series victory against the first-place New York Mets. It's going to be tough in New York in a huge series. All of these games are going to be nationally televised, by the way. I believe the game tonight is on ESPN. Saturday will be on Fox. And then wrapping the series up on Sunday, it will be on Sunday Night Baseball on ESPN, Phillies Mets. So big series I'm looking forward to watching throughout the weekend here. We will be putting out another episode recapping tonight's game between the Phillies and Mets and looking ahead to the next game or two in this series and also maybe looking ahead a little bit into early next week. We'll continue the NBA talk as well. The NHL talk will work a little bit more into the conversation. Plenty to get to here on the Philadelphia CityCast. Until then, hope everyone has a great Memorial Day weekend. Stay safe, whether you're traveling, spending it with family, friends, whatever you may be doing. Enjoy yourself. And good luck on all your bets. Win some damn bets, will you? Hopefully we can cash this over eight and a half for the Phillies Mets on Friday, as well as taking the Miami Heat on Friday, plus eight and a half. We'll recap it all, and you can follow me live tweeting and updating my plays every step of the way at WiseRye on Twitter, W-I-S-E-R-Y-E. Until the next episode, have a great day, great night, Peace. Baseball is here, and Bet Rivers has a special offer for you every Saturday throughout the entire baseball season. Place a three leg, same game parlay of at least $25, and you will earn a $10 free bet. With same game parlays, you can combine player props and game bets to make your perfect combo. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Claim your offer on the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com. Presented by Bet Rivers Casino Pittsburgh, must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler.